You're listening to a Galactic Network podcast. The Podcast of Terror is a show with adult themes, run by adults, for adults. Please do not have your children listen to this show. It might be beneficial to them in the long run, but please, please wait until they are older. This is one of those things. It's like when you laugh when you're playing bingo and and 069 comes up and you have a chuckle and your mom, your kitty says, uh, uh, Mommy, Mommy, why, why are you laughing at 069? And the mommy says, uh, when you're older. It's one of those kinds of things. Mommy, Mommy, can I listen to Podcast of Terror? Sure. When you're older. This is a show with adult themes and some childish behavior. A lot of dick jokes. Uh, so please, please, please. Uh, if you want to avoid the swearing, if you want to avoid spoilers for your favorite horror movies, and if you want to avoid really, really lame, petty dick jokes, do not listen to this show. It is not for you. Corey, how often do you wear a shirt? Not as often as you would think. Yeah, it's always nice to cover up your nipples, and maybe your neighbors are complaining because they're hairy. I know you they, like they, wear, you wear shirts when it, we do these shows. That's about it, from what I understand. It's more that I just give off a glare that blinds drivers by. It is hot in California, so I assume that you sweat. There's a there's a slight sheen to you, and the California sun just. Pshh, I don't even sheen. I estevez. <laughs> that that is, if you do not want to estevez in public, we have two places in which you can go. We got two coupon codes to make your life a little cheaper. Uh, you can go visit a uh, frequent guest and friend of the show, Matt Vincent. His his website thehate.com. That's the hviii.com use the coupon code hbg15 for 50 percent off your order maybe you hate him i don't know he's he's kind of a likable guy but if you hate him and you want to go spend your money somewhere else we got this other place go to statusfearmerch.com uh, another uh, sponsor of the show friend of the show he does all our artwork he's a really nice guy he does all the, the art for my band except for the stuff that Corey's wife draws head over to statusfearmerch.com use the coupon code terror get you a little nice discount there Welcome to episode one. I would love one. to hear you guys do a true crime podcast. I think it'd be so fun. Will you stop yelling? I'm trying to start the fucking show. This <laughs> is episode started, 109 bitch. of the Podcast of Terror, production on the Galactic Network. I'm your host, Matt Stein, with us always is Corey. He's sick, but he can still get a boner, Scott. Uh, you heard someone talk over me. That is the host of The Apex and the Abyss and a fucking asshole. I don't even know why wow. she's back, but it's Erica. Rude. Corey's friend, Erica, Hi. not mine. No, I'm not your you friend. You fucking hell for all I care. Wow. I'm kidding. You're getting so hostile so quick. <laughs> well, this is going to be a long episode. What, what the people he's got listening... a short attention span. He can't, he can't not get hostile fast because he's not going to be here in about 10 minutes. Shiny red ball. What the people listening on, you know, not watching this video don't know is that you have just been telling me that I'm a fucking loser for 20 minutes. That's so untrue. Yeah, it hasn't so just been It's only minutes. been 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, say you liar. I'm gonna, liar, you a loser, you're I'm going to release the Facebook messages that you send me. I don't even say anything. <laughs> and she just says, I hope you get ball cancer. Wow, I would never do that. I know, I know. God. We have like a she mutual... knows you have no balls. I, I have one. One good yeah. one. The other one's just kind of there for good. show. Hmm. I don't know. Who's who are you showing it to? Who's happy about it? No one's happy about it. My right. when I show my wife, she's just like this again. You put them away. Is the good one the one that's not sure. attached? Um. Yes. Okay. No, the good. I don't know. You just keep it in an old sausages package up on the shoot, show. Shooting blanks either way, so it doesn't really matter which one's good or isn't good. They're just there for show at this point. Oh, dear God. What? I 
told my listeners about this show. Oh, <laughs> that sucks for them. I know. I don't think they were really expecting to hear about your balls for 45 minutes. It's been no, it two minutes. We can stop talking about my balls. Thank God. Um, They'll come back up. Event- <laughs> Eventually, we'll talk about this movie. Uh, but before, I guess you should talk about your show, which is far more popular than ours. It might not be. You don't know. Um, are your number? Do your numbers have your download numbers have three digits? I'm just kidding. Ours do. Um, I was going to say I four. I the but... apex on the abyss. <laughs> I'm just going to move on from that <laughs> that's question. Fine. Uh, it's a true crime podcast. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I don't really know how to describe it other than that, because yeah. there's about well, 80 million true crime podcasts now that you have to compete with. There are, but there's there's different types of true crime, crime podcasts, and and some of them are just people telling the stories as they've they've read them, uh, or or seen them on TV and stuff. Like that, which is not to take anything away from those shows, uh, mm. no. But you you put a lot of effort into the research. It, at least to me, it seems like you put a lot of effort in the research. You you plan out what you're going to say. I, I assume that you're reading from a script. Oh yeah, uh, I have a horrible memory. Yeah, that. <laughs> It's it's a very different type of show from other true crime shows that you might have listened to. Oh, thank you. And you do you have like what, twenty six episodes? Right? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Okay. I knew it started with a two. Six, just flip it upside down. Yeah, um, good job. It's two thousand and forty seven. <laughs> Starts with <laughs> a two. It's, I just listened to it yesterday. Friday, maybe? I don't even know what day of the week it is. Either way. But you started out with just like straight reading, right? And then you ended up putting audio clips in? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I figured out how to do it eventually. Everything in my show has been pretty much trial and error. Which? Now, I'd love to go back and do like the first five episodes over, but that's just too much of an effort, I think. Maybe one day. I also well, think it's, it's, like, it's like a band's EP. Yeah. It's not as polished, but you, you kind of love listening to it. You love hearing the growth. Uh, you feel like you were there from the beginning, and even if you weren't, you just kind of go back and go, oh, yeah, this is where they started. Okay, this is raw, but it's pretty awesome. Yeah, or you cringe if you're me. Or you, yeah, <laughs> or you do both. That's true. I found uh, the first real band I was in, quote-unquote, like 19, first time started touring, I found that CD not that long ago, and I listened to it, and I was like, ah, I cringed. Like, yeah. I wish I saw the video. Videos. I explain How do you not? Um, how do you how do you not keep that stuff? I don't. I think I had one copy, and it was not like an amicable split. <laughs> uh, they okay. were not happy that I quit, um, but I also wanted nothing to do with the majority of them. There you go. That's yeah. it's like a bad breakup. You yeah you you rip up the pictures, and later on you go back and say, I really wish I'd kept that picture so I could show it in court when I say this is how they infected me. <laughs> I was trying to keep it PG for someone else's listeners who may or may not actually. No, I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm just joking. Well, it's still, my, my balls are a little too personal. I wasn't going to not swear because of your people that probably won't. They'll just see it and be like, oh, okay. And then just go on. If swearing offends listeners, then how can murder not? You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing. Like, you talk about grisly shit. The last time you were on here, you tried getting me to look at fucking murder pictures of the guy whose face oh got chewed off. Oh, my God. Off. Did you ever do that? Yeah. No. I am not an idiot. <laughs> Oh my God, you're such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so remember the um, the Las Vegas shooting? Obviously, it yes. was like a month ago, but uh, yes. 
I was like flying through Facebook and it's like, oh, here's a picture of the shooter as they found him in his hotel room and it's got the big like, don't click on this. There's it's bloody. And I clicked on it and I was like, I don't know what I was expecting. Yeah. There's definitely a guy with a hole in his head, but it wasn't even him. They, I they didn't even know it. that they released those pictures. They actually. didn't. It was a picture of someone else, and the guy was oh. like, "That's not the carpet in the Mandalay Bay Suites." So it was the internet trying to pull. Well, not out. anymore. I find that so weird. Why would you want to be like? I don't get trolls like that. I just don't. No, that that's that's it. Is just it's it's one thing, and I I don't think there's anything unhealthy about having a fascination with with crimes like that or or crimes in general. I I think that there's a longing for an understanding, but the the object of I'm just going to feed you a bunch of bullshit to to get the clicks. That's that's one thing. I've got a cousin who I, I love and he's he's just the sweetest guy in the world. He keeps posting these stories from these fucking meme farms on Facebook that are called uh, celebrate Christmas and, and happy birthday Santa and shit like that. And they go to these fake news sites. So these meme farms are just posting stories from a fake news site and it's the same site telling all this bullshit of like and then here's where this person got raped by their uncle and can you believe this story or uh this person got bitten by a dog and you're not gonna believe what their face looks like now and i'm like dude number, number four you will shock to, you yes you need to think about what it is that you're liking why do you like this page and why is this about christmas and every story is some other bullshit fucking thing that has nothing to do with christmas what what goes to your head that you actively choose to follow this stuff? You know, it's one thing to just say, oh, I'm I'm I read the National Enquirer because it's entertaining and it's funny to see Elvis drawn uh, every fucking week for some reason. And now he looks like Trump. It's another thing entirely to say, I just enjoy being fed bullshit all the fucking time. Or I really like Christmas. And so I assume Christmas has people's faces getting chewed off. Wow. Slow clap for Corey. Holy shit. Um, I'll leave I just, now. Corey. I just feel like we're we're celebrating ignorance in a way that is is very harmful but to to ourselves and to our, our entire world. And and I I feel like that I felt like that when I was listening to Howard Stern in the nineties. I said, This is just trying to aim at the lowest common denominator and why do people enjoy the stupidity? It's it's not even entertaining. It just kind of hurts my feelings. True. I don't know the answer to that question, but I would like podcast of terror T-shirts that say Corey for president. Oh God, no! I would wear it. I would wear it every to day. You wanting the fat hipster one? Mm. Well, I, mean, I want I that one we too. Could, we could put a bow. You never on delivered. One. You never and delivered. I, I never made them. <laughs> and it really seems like that's the same fucking T-shirt. Well, we could. Yeah, I could just say Corey for president with a picture of his big dumb face, and on the back it'll just say hash hashtag fat hipster. Mm. Hashtag. Yeah, that was apparently that was the quote. I thought it was this for a while. I'm like the it is, least. Isn't it? I thought it was, and then someone corrected me and said that it's it's now it's now this or some shit. Wow. Yeah, because I know what Maybe the fuck they were just trying to bless you or something. Then. It's possible. Should be the other way around. I was the ordained one, not them. Mm. Yeah, if there's like a, a desire for Corey for president, fat hipster shirts, like really, no. Let me know. I'll make. There's it. at least one. Well, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, the markup on one shirt would be a little high. What about a onesie for my kid? Oh, see, you're aiming with the kid, and Matt actually likes sending gifts to people's kids. Wow, well, that sounded worse yeah, than well, I that's intended not, well, to. That, that was whose kids wow. did I send a picture to or a gift? You to? didn't send a picture. You a sent gift. Uh, gift. Didn't you send? A, I really hope you didn't send a picture to a kid. 
you sent a quilt to oh yeah uh, yeah it was a, a crocheted yeah. blanket for uh Dan yeah. from we studios because my mom uh knits baby blankets oh, that's really sweet yeah, yeah i would have got you one too but her arthritis is so bad so dan was the last one she said she would do oh i wasn't like where's mine no i know I, dan wasn't like where's mine i just i offered and i, I sent him a six pack of beer too for his it was at the time his inevitable fuck trophy well you can still do that for me six pack of beer yeah okay yeah, uh, yeah. Let me know, let me know what kinds of beer you like, and then I'll get something for you. I have like four boxes of beer in my basement that I'm waiting to ship to people, so I'll just put you in line. Excellent. <sighs> I should be bumped to the head of the line, though. Yeah, if I can fill it right away, I'll ship it as soon as I fill it. Like it's not like they have to wait. It's just one guy I'm waiting for. He, he's he's someone I work with. Well, he's a sales mm-hmm. guy that I work with through work. Uh, I'm waiting for him to come up here and then give it to him. And then another guy's in uh, Hawaii for his uh, honeymoon. When you give it to him, are you going to let him have some beer afterwards? Give it to him. He's going to need the beer afterwards because it's going to hurt. Is that how you're going to open the bottle? (laughs) Well, I got to open the bottle before because afterwards it's going to be all loose. (laughs) For more on this podcast, including show notes, contact info, and subscription links, go to gncast.com slash pot. Uh, Or go talk to your clergyman and tell him what you did. It was only 11 minutes. We're doing better this month, this week. He might forgive you, but we never will. I'll always forgive you. (laughs) So... Uh, (laughs) I didn't mean to cut off the conversation. I enjoy the opening of the show more and more. No, it's fine. I know, it's fine. Yeah. Erica doesn't give a shit. She hates us. She hates me. She loves you, Corey. Yeah, don't love Corey into that. I love Corey. I'm already alone. Oh, you love Corey, but you want me to send you beer? Are you going to send me beer in return? No. Mm. But she shows up on your show. Yeah. I sh- and I d- brings a higher class I- than what we've got on her own. I did her <laughs> show inadvertently. Not inadvertently. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I read a bunch of stuff. Felt <sighs> like, a, like a weirdo doing it. Yeah, you and quite a few others. Yeah, I know. I, I felt special. And then uh, I listened to, was it the Generation Y episode that came out like right before yours? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, man, there's a lot of these weird Zodiac readings. Why did I only do two? And then I listened to your episode and I'm like, oh, I'm not special. No, you were special because I know a lot of dudes. So I only picked a handful. <laughs> I don't know. I know a lot of dudes too. Yeah, they all could have read on it. No, I know. I'm just Shut up, Matt. I'm just fucking with you. Let's calm it down. Have another mics. <sighs> Have another some sugar booze. That might be why I'm a little feisty. That's fine. Don't drink too many, though. You'll get a tum tum ache. This is why I don't like you. <laughs> I actually, <laughs> um, when the fuck? So we had uh, some people over, and so one of one of my friends' girlfriends is uh, gluten free. So she brought mm-hmm. over like some gluten free cider, and I drank it. And it was very good. Like I have no, I have nothing against, um, like sweet beers. And we'll get into this in like two seconds when we do the what you're drinking because I'm actually drinking like a, a sweet sour beer. Um, I, I really enjoy fruity beers and stuff. Like one of the favorite, one of my favorite beers I've had in the past year, maybe ever, is like a cherry beer that was aged in maple bourbon barrels. Ooh. Yeah, it's fucking super good. Next year I'll have to buy more of it when it comes out. If you can get Founders, I don't know. Can you get Founders? In PA? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, when it comes out, I'll try and remember to tell you called fruitwood oh holy shit i didn't realize how far founders got so i guess uh were you drinking over the sugar booze 
boobs. O O Z E. I realized that it sounded like sugar boobs pretty quickly. Mike's. Mike's tonight because you guys aren't classy enough for wine. That's fine. What is Mike's? What? We really are. I saw. I thought I saw mango on there. Uh, hard blood orange. So I don't know where you got the mango. I'm drunk. Oh, Not there it is. There's oh um, Blake's. Have you ever heard of Blake's hard cider? No. That may not get sound to you. They did a cranberry blood orange called uh, Black Black Peat. It's got like the big fucking Satan goat head on it and stuff. Right up my alley. <laughs> well, we uh, I got some for when we did uh, we did the the witch a couple weeks okay. ago. Okay. Right. Oh, they have a new one now called Archimedes. It's infused with el- oh god damn it, elderberries and vanilla. This like it's one of those scrolling things, and it took off on me. That doesn't sound half bad. Is uh, that a character from Secret of Nim? No. It's got an owl on it, so maybe. Oh, shit, maybe. What, Archimedes? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that Merlin's owl in sword, the Sword in the Stone? Maybe. I no, it was. I think I'm she's right. It was. Oh, hey, you, by the way, I, you can get Blake's in Pennsylvania. Oh, hey. Hey, yo. Uh, Corey, are you drinking hot tea like I told you to? I'm drinking not hot tea. I'm drinking iced tea. I'm just trying to keep my my insides inside. Oh boy, poor right. Corey. No, that's fine. If you gotta if you gotta run to make boom booms, just go for it. I'd prefer if you didn't, so I didn't have to talk to Matt by myself. Oh, yeah. we'll just sit here in silence, and I won't edit any of it out of the podcast. It'll be like potentially twenty to thirty minutes of silence. Yeah, I'll just have my finger like up. Like this. <laughs> if you could you put your so finger much. up like that, maybe it would keep me from making boom booms. <laughs> oh <my> wow. <laughs> All right, I, uh, I'm drinking. Uh, it's called Lolita from Goose Island in Chicago. It's too oh god. What? <laughs> it's called Lolita. I can't wait to stick it in my mouth. I might, I might deep throat the bottle, but it's uh it's a wild ale fermented in wine barrels with raspberries. Um. And then a weird sentence on the bottom. It's got a tart finish. You're a tart finish. It's a 2016. I literally finish. was just about to say that, Corey, but I was like, mm. thanks, guys. I, uh, <laughs> well, like, I'm really happy you did. Joke. I'm really happy you did. Thank you guys, I got this for being in a wedding down in Kansas. Congratulations. <laughs> thanks. I mean, I drove. My wife made us drive, but it's fine because I came home with three cases of beer. Of course you did. Well, it was uh, it's a very good friend because of mine. Because that's how to get you to leave. I normally just, mail just fucking him. throw beer at him and tell him to go. I ship his boxes of beer and he just waited till he saw me. Which I think I have one coming on Tuesday from him because he finally learned how to ship a box of fucking beer. Just tell that's a great it. story. I hate you so much right now. You just tell about it's again? olive oil. <laughs> fucking stupid. Go go do true true crime. Shit. I will. How she's murdering you in this conversation. <laughs> I hate you both. Not really. Well, I don't know why you keep asking me to come back on this show. <laughs> I don't know either right now. Right now I'm questioning, like, why did I go out of my way to reschedule you when all you do is hurt my feelings? Mm, I think your feelings are okay. You're turning all my good feelings into bad feelings. Mm, whatever. Mm. So how do you decide it- who you're going to talk about on your podcast? I'm just going to tr- change the subject. Um... It's kind of at random. I do have a like a whole list of cases that I want to cover, and then I have listener requests, and then sometimes things will just kind of pop up that I get inspired to do. 
I try to find something that, because I always put like a personal touch in my intro or something that's a current event. So something kind of like raises the flag, like my last episode raised the flag as soon as like that whole Harvey Weinstein bullshit started to come forward. And I was just like, oh, I remember that one case where nobody believed the girls about this cop. And I just started writing and that's kind of how it goes for me. I try, I want to be more organized. That's why I'm taking the whole month of December off, but we'll see how that goes. Now, one of the things that our friends at uh, We Studios do is they offer as part of their Patreon rewards, letting people choose which episode of The Simpsons they're going to do. Have you thought about considering that as a Patreon reward for yourself, as letting people oh, choose? Oh, that's a good one. I cover? actually like that because I'm really I want to um, reamp my like Patreon rewards and stuff like that and add more tiers. That's actually a great one. I like that a lot. Hey, Corey, why don't you come up with tiers for our Patreon that we don't uh, have? I don't know how much people expect us to pay them to listen, but whatever it is, it's not enough. Wait, do you guys have a Patreon? No. I've oh, thought about it. We just we just finally did like an Amazon thing, which turns out if you have the Amazon affiliate link linked to your Amazon account, you cannot mm. get money for yourself. Oh. Because everything I order doesn't show up, which is fine. It's stuff that I would have ordered on Amazon regardless. Mm. Um, but it's, it's fucking weird because it will go like two weeks with nothing and then all of a sudden one day we'll just get buy a bunch of money i mean like a couple bucks which yeah. is better than nothing exactly. um, no absolutely but, and our, our network is a patreon and yeah. and so what we we always used to ask when we did the ads for it was it just supports the network it supports uh dave which uh does our hosting and and the that sort of stuff and so it's there is ways of supporting the show but yeah but indirectly realistically uh, matt and i we we know we're not going to get paid for this we're we're doing this because we love to do it and because yeah. we get to talk to you and I get Aww. to watch Matt cringe and cry. I think this should be the Erica and Corey show. Fuck you, Matt. <laughs> That's fine. I'll leave. You just want to let me know when it's done so I can save it. And then what am leave. I supposed to like scream into my mic? So you come back into the room. Corey has my phone number. He can call me. <laughs> there you go. I bet I never call you. We talked on the phone one time. Did we? Yeah. Was it when I was trying to get to the city to see your ugly ass? No, it was the day after the fucking alternator died in my car on the way to a show. Oh, <laughs> we right. Stranded in front of that dude's house, and he was trying to tell me about how, like, Drown the Lifeguard and Credence broke down in front of his house. <laughs> I'm like, uh, all right, guy. That's a good time. My wife really had fun that night. Talk about a bad mood rising. <sighs> you know what? This should be the Corey, Corey Scott dad jokes hour. I'm loving it. I don't hate it one bit. It's just he, 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 they're like out of the blue. They're fucking great, but they're out of the blue and it always just sideswipes me. Mm. No, like, I'm not saying I was, I was waiting for one that time. Not when you expect it. Speaking of Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> oh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I, um, I, I can't keep my shit straight right now. So did you like the episode, the last one? I did. I um, where did that take place? Oklahoma City. Okay. Enid. I I like vaguely remember it happening. Um, I don't pay attention to the news because I'm a dumb, stupid idiot. Um, well, no, it's depressing, so I don't blame you. Well, that too, and it's also like I don't know. I'm kind of a dick, so it's like it, that stuff. It would never affect me. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a fat white guy in the north side of Wisconsin. Like, oh, no, I get it. So I, it's not something I really pay attention to, but I do like the whole like. 
you always have like like you said a personal story there's like and, and a lot of times when you're doing your little story i'm like where is this fucking going because i don't even really pay attention to the name until afterwards like i just, yeah. I just, I just play and then i, I just like, love the male privilege of when you're doing your little story uh, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> when, yeah i just kind of want to be like will you will you put the apron back on and, and go bake me some muffins toots wow i literally am about to get in my car come to your house and kick you in your one ball oh that's fine to be fair it's not even sexist Matt, because that's how he would talk to anybody but the thing is like you have to understand i don't feel like i'm above you because i'm a guy i did the that's good i did the laundry yesterday and made dinner for my wife who was doing rabbit stuff so when she got home she had like dinner like i fucking and and you want to fucking thank you for that no i'm just saying like i'm i don't Maybe you actually I got a you, you held some presents in your own fucking home and love and contributed as like as cooking. a equal standing member in your household. I was out of underwear. If I didn't do the laundry, I wouldn't. I'd be freeballing <laughs> right. it yeah, right now. So you did it because of your needs. Fuck you. I actually, wasn't sure. out of underwear. I'm gonna stay silent with this one. My raging feminism is boiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just don't want you to you or anyone listening to think that like. I'm serious. No. What, that you're a misogynistic bastard? Yes. I hope I'm, not. I'm not. What? I mean, we've talked enough. Don't you think you would have like got little hints? It was like on Yeah, the... I would have ended the film, uh, this little yeah, yeah. Yeah. chat by now. It was like I started uh, on Thanksgiving. My It was like literally my parents, uh, Alyssa and I, and my uncle. And we were watching football, and just my uncle was dropping like all sorts of super racist comments. And I'm like, how did I never realize that, <laughs> that he, he was like kind of a dick like that it started to get a little weird I point being wouldn't you about... notice if i was like kind of a misogynistic asshole and just the way i would like mention things I've if noticed. i was a misogynistic then <sighs> if i was a misogynistic asshole you probably wouldn't be on the show because i would say like women don't have a place in podcasting Oh, God, yeah. No, I wouldn't be on your show at no, all. No, and I wouldn't <laughs> expect you to. I wouldn't be on this show, though. That That's that's just it. Is We we play assholes yes. pretty well. Sometimes I think far too well. <laughs> and and we're not the most uh, enlightened motherfuckers in the world. We are but, not woke. Yeah, no. No, I'm I'm quite sleepy. Uh, but <laughs> we we are here to, to entertain, and we yeah. hope... That when we say the really absolutely stupid shit you probably ever heard, that you think it's funny and realize that we're not serious. Well, we haven't we haven't gotten like hate mail for doing it yet. That's good. Knock on wood. So I, I would hope that people understand that we're joking. I just got yeah, my but... first hate mail. Did you really? Oh, nice. Do you want to share it with us? Um. Well, it was just this like random chick on Twitter who kept liking and retweeting her tweet over and over again so she literally had to undo her retweet just to get me to notice but she's a very big advocate for the sub the guy i did daniel holtzclaw she believes that he's innocent and so she tagged me and um this reporter who was like a really big advocate as well for his innocence and did a whole like two-part special saying like you should watch this special like it proves the truth and that he's innocent i'm like i'm gonna block you i don't and she just kept doing it and doing it and doing it i don't want i I was trying to say i don't want to cut you off like in the middle of your sentence but you were you were done by the time i finally said it um didn't they have like dna evidence and like other things to prove yeah they did they had um well one they caught him in a lie with about his girlfriend 
and like his that was weird to listen to by the way what his inner like his interrogation yeah the lady's like i think she'd remember if you twist your twirled your penis around her vagina and stuck it in Oh, like, she said oh. hoo-ha she did say hoo-ha you are right uh, <laughs> i did the the main feedback i'm getting from this episode other than that it was like a good episode which i'm not tooting my own horn that's what people are telling me at least um it's just that they whatever um or <laughs> <four> downloads um <laughs> is that hoot away sister the the interrogation they couldn't help but laughing, even though yeah. they knew that it was such a serious, a serious matter, because the detective in the case, she's trying to be buddy buddy with this uh-huh. tall, huge, like stocky, tr- built like a truck dude. She's trying to be like his his ball buddy, like, you know, like, oh, you know, titties and boobies I and know. all this other weird stuff. And <laughs> I, listening to it over and over again, I was like, yeah. This is uncomfortable, but it needs to be in there. Oh, I agree. Just, I, I laughed yeah. my ass off when the guy, when the, the male cop was like, no, is he, you see any titties? Yeah. Like, it's who just, in it's, the fucking interrogations like, yeah, did you see your titties or what? But, yeah, it was very, very strange the way that they tried to break him. And it didn't work, really, until they caught him in that lie. But they did eventually have DNA out of evidence. He allegedly raped... Um, a 17-year-old girl, mm. and her DNA was on the inside of his zipper in his pants. They're trying, like, the defense is trying to say that it was secondary, like, from him patting her down and then eventually, like, either going to the bathroom or touching his pants, her, like, DNA got inside of his pants. But he'd have to have a lot of her, you know, skin particles or any type of DNA on her hands for that to even transfer that's at least how it was explained to me. Yeah. So in my eyes, not that I like to ever throw my opinion on cases when it's kind of controversial. I obviously think he did it. It's kind of, but hard. that's just it is you don't, you don't really make statements of your own point of view too often in the show. You, you report the stuff as it's been reported. Uh, and and I, I think when you have an opinion, yeah, God, that is just fucking hilarious. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> not gonna say anything. But we are guys, so I don't think we've had to deal with it nearly as much. Oh, God, one girl no. calling us fat hipsters uh, is not the same. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, because like I, I'm friends with a lot of other like female podcasters and stuff like that. Um, we notice that there's a trend of what people are critical of versus what they would say to like a male podcaster. Like, have you guys ever heard of like vocal fry? and all yes. that bullshit people will always come at me for my voice and um I, like oh Eric, you should clear your voice you should yep. clear your throat i'm like really that's just how i talk but thanks I, asshole. i don't hear vocal fry in your voice at all and i, I certainly hear it in some other podcasters and it, it's just one of those things that if it if it bothers you well then you're probably listening to the wrong podcast and there's exactly. other things that are probably bothering you but it's never been something that I haven't been able to get past if I enjoy the content or the people. Well, right. Yeah. And and it, it doesn't bug me in general anyways, but there's certainly times when I've heard it more pronounced and I go, Oh, okay. So that's what, that's what they're saying. I, I think some people just like seek out things to complain about. Oh yeah, absolutely. I always get um, stuff said about my accent, which I know I have one, but I can't, what? I'm not going to curb my Philly accent for a Philly accent. Oh, thanks. But then again, it, I it, also sound like I'm from fucking Canada. Eh? That's true. You do actually. Now I'm not going to be able to unhear that. Yeah, it's a Wisconsin accent. There, I, I, I'm ne- not nearly as bad as some people around here, but they're 
I, once in a while. Oh, I knew that because I have heard like Wisconsin accents. I'm like, his is pretty tame, but I hope you so, say a boot. I don't say I say about, but uh, no, when it. when I still live in Sheboygan, so this goes back to the band I was in when I was 19. Um, we went down to St. Louis to play a bunch of shows, and I met a guy, and um, I told him I'm like oh, I'm from Sheboygan, and he goes, "No shit," he goes, "I thought that was a different country." I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, "Well, I saw the news, and a kid got stuck in a claw machine." He goes, "And everyone sounded so funny when they talked." He goes, "I just assumed it was in a different country." Wow. Like, nope. The school system failed him greatly. Uh, he's like a hairdresser, and he played guitar for Twisted, like oh. the IC. To be fair, part. it's. It's not like anybody wants to take credit for Sheboygan. <laughs> not unless they're in the meth game. I just Although, like saying Sheboygan. Yeah, no, it's funny. fun. But, uh, it's a two, fun name. Two of my very mm-hmm. good, very, very close friends that are fans of this podcast are from there, so don't hurt their Hi, friends. Seth and, Seth and Jake. Jake and Seth. Hi, Seth and Jake. Yeah. I had an ex-girlfriend who used to always comment on my accent, and I said, But you don't, I don't have understand. one either. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm from Michigan, and she was from Michigan, and she always thought I didn't sound like I was from Michigan. And I don't understand what I could have done to to give me an accent for places that I did not live. Do people from Michigan really have, like, an accent, though? I don't know. I've never really, I guess... I I don't know that I could have picked it out from a lineup being immersed in it. When yeah. I go back now, I hear it a little bit more. And certainly there's there's sections of Michigan that is broken up into more rural and, and you'll get more of a kind of Kentucky sound uh, drawl to them or the, the UP, especially the Upers are just mm-hmm. basically yep. uh, Canadians who fell off the tree uh, and rotted on the ground. It, oh, wow. All it, right. It's absolutely fine. I love, I love the differences of, of people's accents. I, I think that that's fun and it's always fun to try to pick up on and impersonate, but I always do it from a place of, <laughs> of I, I enjoy, I enjoy people talking. My brain is always filled with dialogue. That's why I write. I have uh, a, a handful of friends that are from the UP that live down here now. And they like all went to Michigan Tech together. And they always talk about like going snowshoeing. And they go up to Alaska to watch hockey every year. I'm like, you guys are fucking Canadians. I love Canada. I've yeah. never been there. I assume you've Really? Been. Yeah, yeah it's beautiful. Unfortunately, never been out of the country, but that might change. I was asked to drum in a band, and they're like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to Sweden for a week. And I'm like, I want to do that. Wow, but then I'm in yeah. Two, but then I'm in two bands, both of which practice over an hour away. And I gotta or in Sweden. But I know you this might thing. Pick is up like, Sweden is further I was than an hour. a buddy of mine, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure if um, they didn't say Sweden, I would have just said no. Right. But they said, well, in Sweden. that case, then maybe you shouldn't do it. Well, and that's the thing. And I was like, I feel like I'm just doing it just to play in Sweden. But I'm like, why? Well, I, I told him, I said, I want to hang out with you guys um, and make sure that I like don't hate you all. Like, I've known them for a really long time, but I we've played shows with them. That's about it. You know, if you ever get the chance to go to Canada, go. It's awesome. I used to go there every summer because uh, I had my great grandparents lived in Maine. So oh, okay. we always used to just hop over on a bridge right over to Canada. It's awesome. Yeah, I could just Wouldn't. drive straight north and get to Canada, That's true. but That's true. I haven't done it. But I think if I go straight north, it's like just Canadian woods. Yeah, I haven't been and, there since the. Uh, you need a passport now to get in, so I haven't right, been there. Right, same here. Yeah, same same for us. It was we we either go through the tunnel or we would go over the bridge, and just be in Canada all of a sudden. But I was surprised when I found out you need a passport to get over there now. It but it's, it's fucking Canada. That's closer than detroit i don't understand <laughs> uh have either of you watched border patrol on netflix no so it's 
I think it's called Border Patrol. Anyways, well, there's three shows. One is um, Airport Security in Australia. That was like the original one. So it's like them uh, when people would come through and they scan and they find they have food and shit on them. So they would like, well, why are you bringing food in? Pretty funny. But they did one for the U.S. Canadian border. And it's pretty great because a lot of times it's like stoners trying to go skiing in Canada and just get really fucking stoned. So they're always hiding weed on them. Wow, that's hilarious. I recommend checking it out. I love people's misery. I love Live PD and Teen Mom in the Jersey Shore. Wow. I'm a simple man. Are you watching so Florabama? What's that, Corey? Are you watching Florabama? No, I don't. I don't know. What? I think that's a new MTV. I, they did a, a bit on it on Saturday Night Live. But I feel like I was on MTV oh, recently, and it was, it was a real thing. It, it is and a real they're thing. Supposed, they're supposed to be bringing back the Jersey Shore people for yep. another season or something, too. I saw that. Um, I did watch... Um, fuck, the Geordie Shore. It's the UK version of the Jersey Shore. And that's pretty, that's pretty good, because you get all of like the UK slang. Mm-hmm. And that, that made it worth it. But sometimes it's hard to follow what they're saying, because some of their accents are super-duper thick. And then they're speaking slang, so you have to figure out what they're saying. Yep. You know, it's like I don't know but why I don't know why she triggered her muff. <laughs> but then at least you feel like listening to them as opposed to anybody from the Jersey Shore. Yeah. I found Jersey a Jersey Shore. I found a Jersey Shore drinking game, and it sounds like a bad time. Like someone's <laughs> gonna die. The the show was a drinking game, right? Wasn't that the whole thing? Pretty much. It's like who dies first? Just. <laughs> Uh, I got to make some Ron Ron juice. Neither of you watch the Jersey Shore, do you? No. Uh, Man, I'm it. Big muscly Ron Ron. Oh God. Party. So you want to talk? I about... can't. I can't watch the Jersey Shore before we even talk about the movie because no, I live so close to the Jersey Shore. It ruins the Jersey Shore for me. Have you ever been to the Jersey Shore? Every single fucking day of my life, practically. No, I mean, I legitimate, the, like, the boardwalk and the whole nine yards. Yes, it's literally an hour and a half to... No, it's longer than that, but it's very close to my house. Huh, I guess I didn't realize. I'm no geography major. Yeah, anybody who lives in, like, a, a radius of Philadelphia has gone to the Jersey Shore. If they haven't, they're not a true Philadelphian. Wow. Have you eaten huh. a cheesesteak from that one place? I've eaten a cheesesteak from all the places. There's an, uh, there's a show called The Pizza Show on... Uh, mm-hmm munchies and uh they went to jersey or uh, excuse me philly and there was a place where you can get like a giant fucking slice of pizza and they put a cheesesteak inside of it and rolled it up oh i heard about that that's I'm... an abomination all philadelphians yes but it's still something i want to try oh yeah right. absolutely yeah. the plate i forget oh crap i forget the name of the pizza place but that pizza is delicious i've had pizza from there oh, but i want to go to uh i told uh jack from Worst episode ever. I'm like, I'm coming to Brooklyn and you're taking me on a pizza tour. Like, do all it. I want to do is eat fucking pizza until I can't feel feelings. Well, if you ever come to Philly, we will do a cheesesteak tour. Yeah, no, hands down. I um, Philadelphia is a place I want to get to, too. I should just, like, I love my wife, but a lot of times I'm like, hey, we should do this. Like, we we talked about CrimeCon and you and I were talking about this. Mm-hmm. About, like, anal. Was like, either. <laughs> I did not talk to Erica about anal yet. Wow. I'm trying to ease her into it. But it was we were either going to go to Europe or CrimeCon, and it's like now like plane tickets to Europe were five hundred dollars round trip per person, and I should have just fucking bought them because now they're like back up to nine, and I'm like this sucks. And it's like she can't commit because she doesn't like spending money, and I get it. That's why we have a nice house, but I like spending money quicker than I make it. 
You should have bought those tickets to Europe, man. I know. Wait, did, you, did you buy the tickets to CrimeCon? No. Okay, You're good. not going. So that was like a good port. And I don't want to say like, that's the only reason we wanted to go. But like, there isn't a nice lot there a for there. me. Yes. There isn't a lot there or, for or me. Or in your case, Erica. <laughs> Just choked on my own spit. <laughs> um, but yeah, it would have been cool to like run into you. And I'm sure there's oh, yeah. like the Australian guy who does case file might be there. I don't know. But he's mm-hmm. no. No, he uh, he's anonymous. He doesn't want to uh, oh, yeah. ever show his face. Really, and that's and that's that's something that's I kind of want to talk about that because I, I purposefully left your last name off of this. Now I know you may or may not care, but like okay. doing a true crime podcast is like a world different than like. Have you ever been like out and about and someone recognizes you? No, I have had um, people recognize my voice. I had a a coworker actually say something to me. She's like, "Wait." Or do you do a podcast? And I actually had like I'm a tool, and I had like um like one of my like stickers uh, on my like cube, and she's oh, like, okay. do you know do you know that podcast? I was like, yeah, that's actually my podcast. And she's <laughs> like, I thought I recognized your voice. I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And I'll have random people like in my company like come up to me and they're like, oh, so and so told me that you do this podcast, and we just listened to all your episodes. That makes me really uncomfortable because like I say like sexual assault and masturbate every once in a while and i don't need my coworkers to oh, you're I a guess social worker aren't you no i'm not a social worker i do background checks okay you want to feel uncomfortable have them listen to our podcast that you're on that's true. i know i'll hide this shit <laughs> i don't blame so there... you. there's i try and keep like this separate from work like i know someone i work with was listening to this for a while and you would often like mention it and i'm just kind of like yeah could we just not do this like i don't yeah yeah it can get kind of weird sometimes when, like, you're talking to your friends at work and they're just like, "Oh, I listened to your last podcast about a serial rapist." I'm like, Excellent. "Yeah, I went and uh, I get like, like sports massages every couple of weeks where they like work out the bad times." And she's like, "Yeah, I listened to your podcast," and I'm like, "Okay," and it was the one where Beach <laughs> was on, and we had like a 40 minute conversation about Harvey Weinstein and stuff. Oh. And I'm like, "Where's this going? Like, did I? I hope I didn't offend you." <laughs> Because you're currently, I'm in a pretty vulnerable position here, but it didn't go anywhere bad. But I get what you're saying. But you a couple of are on a very different. That... You're on a very different level than we are, because a that's true. As much as we joke about it, you your your downloads probably make ours look like fucking child's play. Stop saying that. It doesn't matter. It, but it does to an extent. It does because it does to an extent. But like, it's not like I think you're better than we are. That I'm like, okay. Ooh, we're in the presence of greatness here. I do. We've had world champion athletes on this podcast. Still better than us. No, oh, they're, yeah, they're way <laughs> fucking cooler than we are. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it is different because um, just for the sheer fact is like my show will involve family families and victims and stuff like that. So I have corresponded with um, like a sister of a missing person. Um, and that was definitely interesting and very heartbreaking. So that's where it's kind of hard but i have such a big online presence when it comes to my show like everybody knows my 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 name my whole name so i probably should have came up with like an alias but i wasn't smart when i started this so but did you think it was ever going to become what it has become no i literally just wanted to do this for fun i was supposed to actually have a partner when i did this and then that fell through and i was just still felt that like kind of the the bug to still want to do it and it kind of just snowballed from there and then i make a bunch of friends who i have to kind of give more credit to them 
for my success, I think, like my very small success, because I have a lot of friends that have huge podcasts and they have name dropped me so graciously. And I think that is literally at least 90% of the reason why I have the listeners that I do. Yeah, it's, it's certainly we we picked up from the sense of community that we have with with the friends of the show, like like you, like uh, the Wii Studios, uh, Ink Geek. Uh, all of the the different people we've been lucky enough to have on here, uh, Matt and Beach from The Hate. That is certainly a big draw for us. But I I think that there's, yeah, there, there's just an honesty to podcasting and people tune in because they, they're into the subject and stuff, but they'll stick around for the person that they feel connected to. And if you're someone who seems honest in what you're talking about and, and loves what you do, that to me at least is very attractive as far as what I want from a host. I want someone that I can feel like I could be sitting there having a conversation with and that they, if not feel like a major authority, at least feel like I'm going to learn some interesting things from them about the subject. And, and that's, I I think that that's probably a big portion of why you've, you've drawn so much success. Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I find like, especially in at least the true crime community, um, it's definitely like a tribe of people. We all have the same general interest where we thought it was kind of weird to like, not like these things, but have a morbid fascination with those types of like stories and, you know, crime and all that stuff. So you definitely, you find your people and it's really nice to be able to relate and not feel like a weirdo. And you're just like, guys, did you hear about the serial killer in Florida? (laughs) How kind of awesome, but not really is that. That's kind of how it is. And it's really, it's really awesome to have people you can talk to. It's like a weird thing because i remember is kind of true crime but i remember being like super into the the concept of cults when i was younger i mean i still think they're they're insanely interesting but i remember there was like some mass suicide in like africa and i printed off the whole story and took it to like my eighth grade basketball game and was like telling people about it no one gave a shit and i'm pretty sure they all assumed that i would start killing people soon but like when when heaven's gate happened and all that shit it was like It was always super interesting to me. So I, I, oh, yeah. I mean, you're way deeper in the weeds than I am. What you know, face eating pictures and shit. He didn't eat his. Well, no, he, he did. Shoot his goddamn face off. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm <laughs> correcting myself. Christ. <laughs> Fucking. Yeah, I think he ate an eyeball too, but that's beside the point. Like, I'm gonna send my, you. I'm gonna send you those pictures. I will. Uh, I will find you and I will burn your house down. I'll make sure <laughs> your child is out though. And your husband, because I have nothing really against him. Just you. Make sure to print them on the inside of diapers and then have your kid crap in them and leave the crap in. Oh my God, that is like getting hit twice. I love it. Yeah, but that's assuming that I would take the diaper out and then scrape the shit off. You know you can't stop yourself. Once you see the diaper, you need (laughs) to follow that I know there's a goddamn picture in here. (laughs) You have a dog, don't you? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, make sure your dog is out too. Thanks. You're staying in there. That's fine. No, it's not because now people are like, "Wow, if she ends up dead, it's they're going to come after me." No, I hope so. Just so they can be like, "Matt's fine." (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, oh man! So you'll probably be into this. Um, I started taking magnesium to like because it helps you sleep at night. Like I have a problem sleeping through the night. I always just wake up a bunch. And I was I was reading the internet, and it's like, the the, (laughs) Corey's going to get Corey's going to love this. The more you drink, the lower your magnesium levels are in your body. No. Yeah, so I was like taking magnesium, whatever. But I started having like super fucked up dreams. And they're not like nightmares because I don't wake up scared. 
But at last night I had a dream where Leatherface kidnapped me and was torturing me like I had a meat hook in my foot. And the last thing I remember is just being like, hey, man, can you turn my cell phone off so when you let me go, I can call someone to pick me up? And then I woke up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Don't drink and drive, kids. Do you want to talk no, about Monster a- Squad now? Drink and stay home. Absolutely. I'm wearing my Monster Squad shirt, so I'm ready. Oh, Rock. Wow, you're a weirdo. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I was actually really happy when you picked this movie. Um, there Did you have is... to watch it? This is not the first time I've seen it. Okay, congratulations. So, oh, my God damn it. There is. Uh, my wife, Erin, had just seen it for the first time a couple of months ago. She's like, I just watched Monster Squad. I've never seen it before. That movie is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Said, How it, is, it is like the, it's the 80s in a movie. Mm-hmm. But that's what's weird to me is that I do not remember this as an 80s movie. I don't think I started seeing this until 91, 92 on cable or something. I had no idea this came out in 87 for, until last night. Until I was rewatching it last night and it said 87. Like, the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it had like a really like slow build because it's like a cult classic, as they say. It, well, also, the fact that Shane Black is one of the writers on it and this was, this, I guess, the same year that Lethal Weapon came out. Uh, I have no idea. So he had, he had uh, co-written this with the director, Fred Decker, uh, one, it's weird to me to see Shane Black do a story that doesn't take place during Christmas. But two, that these are two people who have done, you know, a, a good amount of stuff and and certainly popular. Uh, Shane's probably a little bit more popular from some of the, the bigger things that he's done. But I was just really like, I could not believe some of the, the things that were like, that I just never realized about this film. Lethal Weapon came out in March and... Uh... Monster Squad came out in August of 87. Yeah. But, um, so the one thing I didn't want to point out real quick, and I know I sent, I sent this to Erica, but the reason, the first reason I watched this movie is because the end of the song Nocturnal by Black, Black Dahlia Murder oh, yeah. is the sound clip of Dracula saying, and there's no one that can stop us. Mm-hmm. And I just remember hearing that and then watching this movie later when I still got Netflix on DVD and it just being like, this is really, it's even better now. Because on the same album, they have a song called What a Horrible Night to Have a Curse, mm-hmm. which if you play Castlevania for Nintendo, every time it got dark, it said, What a Horrible Night to Have a Curse. Yeah. Um, and also the whole Nards thing. Like, I think Nards is such a funny word for balls. Wolfman's got Nards. Yeah, kick him in the Nards. Wolfman doesn't have Nards. Wolfman's got Nards. The other thing, the one big thing that I noticed, and I, I can't say the word because my wife will come in here and hit me. But it's it starts with an F and it is a derogatory term for yeah I was sexuals and I was too. very shocked to hear that said in this movie more than once. Oh yeah, I they, that's right, they do say it. It's like right at the beginning oh, yeah. too. Yeah, but it's it is the bully at least. Uh, I rewatched a movie from the eighties called My Science Project, which I really loved as a kid. It has uh, Dennis Hopper, but it has the guy who. All right, let's face it. He was in Hackers, first of all. Shout out to our friends at We. But I second, love that uh, so much. He, he was the Indian character in Short Circuit and Short Circuit 2. Yep. And in my science project, he keeps calling people the F word. And when somebody doesn't find him attractive and, and succumb to his hitting on them, he calls her a lesbian. And that was seriously, that was the 80s. Like, we just dropped those things all the time. Did not realize how damaging that was and how awful it was because 
that was I, unfortunately it was considered okay yeah and and like i was going to say earlier uh there were racist things that i used to hear as a kid in detroit area and suburbs of detroit there were words that i heard that i did not realize they were racist in their origin they were just terms that i connected with whatever it was it was ascribing and years later i'm like but why does it have the n-word in it yeah. and what does that imply no clue as a kid you just grow up thinking it's okay and then one day you wake up and hopefully you realize fuck this is not okay at all yeah exactly yeah, but I think it has a lot to do with a like. Ugh, I used to really like the insane clown posse. Now it's out on the internet. I'm sure like the five people that I consistently talk to that listen to the show will make fun of me. But there's one of the guys that they did this thing called uh, Strangle Mania, which was like Japanese wrestling, like Japanese extreme wrestling, and then they would overdub the commentary on it, and it's fucking hilarious. One of the lines, it's two girls wrestling, and the guy just yells, she's going to fuck her because she's got a dick. Like, to this day, is still one of the funniest things I've ever heard. That's not the point. Um, the guy would call him... Were you a juggalo? Totally. There's a picture floating around the internet of me with my hair braided and my face painted on my way to a Twisted I Show. I fucking knew it. It's I shocked. want that I on a Christmas card I, so bad. Someone, uh, the I guy, the guy who has it, um, posted it on my Facebook wall, and I fucking deleted it instantly. And he goes, "What the <laughs> fuck, man?" And then he unfriended me because of it. I'm like, you know what? I just don't want to deal with it. I don't want people to have this. Um, I want to have it. I yeah. want it framed in my home. If if I can find it, I will. I don't even trust to send it to you because I'm sure it'll. End I up. would never. Well, I might actually. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's too good. Yeah. It's too good. If if it That's so embarrassing. I love it. It's wait, but when it's, you say braided, your hair was braided like in corners? No, no. I used to so one of the guys in Twisted, you like put all your hair in tiny ponytails and then you braid it and then so it like stands up. It yes! looks like fucking spider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So much it was so awesome. And I used to do it when I would leave my house because I didn't want my mom to know that I did it. I well, sh- we now know that I can achieve an erection because I am solid That's- right now. Just thinking about that picture of you. Yeah, yeah. There's, um, it's probably in a shoebox, but there was a couple years for Halloween I went as ICP. We're talking like fifteen to seventeen. So this is no, that's the same age yeah. that you get sick of Halloween, but you still use it as an excuse to dress up as Kiss. <laughs> yep, yep. I just there's never an excuse to dress up as a Juggalo. Uh, no, no, and it's like I unless you're trying to escape the the juggalo compound and you're trying to blend in, like exactly. like you're you're dressed up as a zombie hanging out with the other zombie, just like if I get the smell on me, maybe they won't notice. I uh, oh Matt Vincent and I had actually a discussion about going to the gathering as like a people watching expedition because I think it would be fucking amazing just to watch the people. Like, there's um, an American juggalo on YouTube. Like, watch that. And and I, I in recent years, I think it was last Halloween, I went and saw ICP in Green Bay. I didn't paint my face. I literally just went and drank beer and stood in the back. But for what it's worth, like they put on a phenomenal live show. It is a very, very entertaining live show. Oh, I'm sure they do. And then the people that, there make it even better. How do you get hardcore fans if you don't do a phenomenal job at what you're doing? If if <laughs> if you have to do like if being in a band is marketing. Those guys fucking market. They also probably, I don't know, quintupled Fago sales just by being what they throw at people. And we all owe them a load of thanks. 
you can now like we used to have to like go to one specific dollar store to get it back in you know those days. Now it's just in every Quick Trip, which is a gas station chain here. If you're not from here, it's not bad. Thanks for that. What I I know like down in Texas they have Quick Trips, but they're spelled differently and they're a little different. And they're Quick Stars in Iowa. Yeah. No, we have Wawa's. Uh, what? It's called Wawa. Are you making fun of Helen Keller right now? No. <laughs> I, I gotta look this up. I mean, if you can, it's okay. She's not going to catch it. Is it W-A-W-N? It's really hard for me. People who don't know what Wawa's are. I'm I'm looking it up. I have a feeling it is the exact same thing. It's just a different... Yeah. So it has like a hot bar and donuts and coffee and sodas. It's amazing. Yeah. So it's like it's essentially a small grocery store you can get gas at. Exactly. Yeah. That's what Kirk Trips are here. And they have the fucking best hot food. Yeah, well, ours is better and it has a better name, so. Oh, it's totally got a better name, but I don't know if it's better. Mm. You ha- you have rewards though. Quick Trip doesn't have rewards. Exactly. Damn Suck it. it. They are they only Oh, they have a breakfast burrito. <laughs> uh, applewood smoked bacon and cheesesteak. Ooh. Yeah, you really want to keep arguing? No, not at all. I will tell you what. There's um so I moved since the last time you were on our show and now there's like two restaurants within mm. 10 miles of my house and one of them had a cheesesteak pizza and I got it like the week we moved in. It was so fucking good. Yeah, see, there's like three Wawa's in existence or are there more? No, they're all in Pennsylvania, uh, Jersey, sandwiches, Delaware, and I think there's some in Florida now. But it's very like exclusive of like the East Coast. You know, I talked to a buddy and I talked about driving out to Massachusetts to get beer. May have to stop in Philadelphia to go to a Wawa. Exactly. Wait, do you guys have Seven Elevens there or no? Yeah, the like Madison Walk, you do. Up here, okay. they don't. There's a Seven Eleven by our office in Madison, and someone got straight executed in the parking lot. And now yeah. we're moving. That's pretty much every Seven Eleven, I think. Though they yeah. just kind of magnetize that. Uh, I love. I try and go down there for. 7-Eleven day all the time to get a free Slurpee. Of course you do. Fuck you. What is, why are you offended by that? Because I don't, I don't know. I just assume everything you, she You said you do it. She me. said, of course you do it. Who wouldn't? Who doesn't love Slurpees? I, yeah, exactly. I'm really offended right now. I should oh, just leave. I'm sorry. I, 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 but... I came on here to talk about a goddamn movie and you just yell at me and we haven't even talked about the fucking movie yet. I also never realized that the fucking other side of the Delaware River is New Jersey from Philadelphia. Oh, my God. I said I wasn't a geometry major. I never gave a shit about that side of the country. True. It's Honestly, good that I you aren't a geometry no major because geometry is math. No. By the way. Shit, I didn't even notice he said that. Oh, you no. Idiot. You moron. Geography. Geography. <laughs> All right. Oh. If we can, we can use the glove as Wisconsin, this is Green Bay. I'm I don't want to. Let's just. Let's just stop the conversation at geometry. <sighs> so, Monster Squad. So, Monster Squad. Um, great movie. It is a great movie. I forgot about the weird, sad. I'm jumping all over. Corey, do you want to like recap the movie or not? Well, I always like to. Now, we I can make I try Eric to get our guests who who choose the movie. Uh, put down, them the put down your to sugar booze and talk about the movie. Wait, what? You what am to, I doing? You have to recap the movie. Oh, God damn it. Okay. So. It could be two sentences for all I care. 
I feel like Corey would be better at this though. He's more articulate than me. I, I can certainly go for it. It's it's up to you. I, yeah, I, I just want to make sure that I don't talk over you. No, go for it, Corey. I vote you. All right. So Monster Squad is basically the Goonies, so much so that they actually stole the mom from the Goonies to be in it. Oh, uh, except they are a group of kids who are into movie monsters. Uh, and and kaiju and things like that as well, but their group is brought together and their initiation is about they all like monsters. They make monster comics and stuff as kids. They they describe their teachers as different monsters. Uh, there's a scene where they're, they just can't pay attention in class because they're all in their heads with the monster shit. And that reminded me of me in Catholic school when my English teacher beat me the fuck up uh, because I was far more interested in making a comic than learning about goddamn <sighs> diagramming you, sentences again. Thank you, Mr. Frentos. Yeah, I learned about heavy petting in eighth grade Catholic school. <laughs> that is not what I learned. Uh, I I wasn't, you know, an altar boy. So I oh, think, God. yeah, the 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 kids I. are I just, obviously. I just want to point out, I was not an altar boy. I did not get diddled by a priest. You were altered by a boy. So uh, the the kids are sort of outcastish. Uh, not the most popular kids in school. One of them is fat so they just call him fat kid uh the the bully comes up and beats him up but then the cool kid uh who i guess is a brolin in this uh he comes up and protects him and so they're like we want to get the cool kid into our club and the cool kid joins the club because right next door is one of the kid's sisters who likes to change in front of the window as you do <laughs> that was my favorite part they're all like reading comic books and then the guy <laughs> the old the one guy that has gone through puberty is like staring out the window just like oh fuck yeah <laughs> But he knew about monsters. He had answers to their questions, and they they were not totally ridiculous questions. And certainly, we've become more educated on the universe of monsters going up. But in the eighties, yeah, you could you could say, "Oh, how do you kill Wolfman?" Well, you silver bullets. What's the second way? What is the fucking second way? I don't even know a second way. That was my favorite was part. He didn't. He never expected to be called out on that. Yeah, it sounds like something I would do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dick. I do love the opening. The film starts out with basically uh, Van Helsing gathered a bunch of people to got, try to rid the world of monsters and says they blew it. Uh, and they, they and then they show us him, him screwing it up and Van Helsing gets sucked into this warp thing uh, and taken off the, the planet and the monsters get to continue on. But it's it's just sort of a gathering of the universal monsters, something that universal themselves can't fucking pull off these days because they're trying to make it bigger than it fucking should be. But this is the, I think, the last example of these things working together well is we've got Until Frankenstein's monster. They're, they're trying we've to do got, this again now, aren't they? Well, right, but Universal yeah. fucked it up. They put Tom Cruise into it and nobody watched it, so they blew it. They, oh, I watched now, it. They've, they've written it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Dracula movie they tried to do first that was all green screen bombed, and the, so that was supposed to lead into it, and so then they started over again with Tom Cruise and... Uh, I always want to say Rucker Howard, but it's not Rucker Howard. It's a guy from Gladiator. Uh, and and then they they blew that too. And so now it looks like it's just done. The things that they were going to cast for this are all gone. They've they've done other things. They did a Wolfman movie with Benicio del Toro a few years ago, and uh, we and remember fuck up Dracula again this year. Excuse me, no, it's for well, always they're going to try to fuck up Dracula. But that's just it. Is I think we talked about this a little while ago. Is that are these classic movie monsters able to be done? in the day or are they just they're from such a different time that people don't identify with them as seeing them as scary anymore 
this because they use kids. They can be scary enough to be in a kids movie. It's it's a PG thirteen movie, probably because they keep calling it to their uh, gay slurs. But overall, they they gather Dracula. They gather uh, Frankenstein's monster. They even involve the creature from the Black Lagoon, which I think mm-hmm. is great. Uh, the Wolfman, although they have a different guy play the desperate man, and then he turns into the Wolfman, but it's a completely different person in the costuming, which I was a little disappointed about because I think the guy who plays him, John Grease, plays the desperate man, played a werewolf in Fright Night 2, if I remember correctly. Um, who else is in this? I don't know. Uh, vampire women that Dracula obviously yeah, that turns. Was weird. Uh, unfortunately, and I just noticed this um, on Wikipedia, uh, the Gill Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the creature from the Black Lagoon. Right, exactly, and that's and I had to double click on it to make sure. I never knew he was called the Gill Man. I just assumed he was the creature from the Black Lagoon. Well, I, they probably just call him that in this. Uh, I don't know that that's what he's called in the classic one, but I think they just call him the creature from the Black Lagoon. That's what I thought. Right, Wikipedia, you've wronged me. Uh, so the kids, of course, figure out that monsters are around. Oh, the mom finds a book and gives it to her son. And she's like, oh, look, it's it's Van Helsing's diary. He's like, oh, this is great. Oh, it's all fucking written in German. So they talk to old creepy German guy who is in place of, I don't know, the, the dude from the Sandlot who's blind. And... Uh, <laughs> There's inevitably you're going to compare this to a lot of other kids movies. You're going to see Goonies. You're going to see it. You're going to see Stand By Me. You're going to see Sandlot. All of these things are the kids in the the various tropes. What's cool about this one is that they have a little sister of the main character who is young enough that she's annoying simply because she's she's a child and they're all preteens to teenagers. But they actually involve her and her presence has reasoning and works out to be important uh, as it goes on. She's also the one who the first time when she sees Frankenstein's monster befriends him. And when they all see it, they're like running off and she's like, don't be chicken shits. He's a nice guy. Yeah, exactly. But then it had to get sad when he got crushed. It absolutely. Well, when he got taken away from her and then she threw him her bear, it's inevitably sweet. You, you have to have that, that little bit of sweetness in what is considered a kid's, level movie mm-hmm. uh but it is also violent you know there yeah. is the the dad who is a cop his partner who who makes fun of him the whole time gets blown up a bunch <laughs> of people just get slaughtered the by dragon wolf man blows up when he gets the, the stick blows up in his pants <laughs> and then he definitely doesn't have nards nope uh, but overall it's it's like it's a pretty solid scary flick for kids of that age absolutely it's just scary enough without being overly scary it's just funny enough without being completely stupid it's a little silly but i I think it lands the right messages and the the right interest in in what it does going along the parents actually get involved they try to save the kids they they become a part of it it's not just the whole adventure happens without them but they have their own thing going on at the same time the kids have their own thing and so there's the I don't believe you. Oh, the one of my favorite scenes I remember from the commercials was a kid telling his dad that there's a monster in the closet. The dad goes upstairs like, oh, scary monster. And then he opens up the closet. <laughs> he's like, look, and the kid's got his eyes covered up. So the dad doesn't even look in the closet. And there's a mummy hanging out right there. Yeah, I love it. That, that was 
perfectly executed. Also, that I believe it's that same kid when they're all trying to get ready to fight off the monsters. He's like, "Well, I should probably let the army people know." He to writes come him a letter in crayon. And then the army people show up. They're like, hey, we're here. Where's Eugene? What's going on? And they're like, we already took care of it. Uh, here's our card. I think they, didn't they roll in on a tank and shit, too? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. a bunch of them. But there was tanks. There was a hundred soldiers. Easy. They were ready. All yeah. It, it, looking for one kid who didn't even give his last name. Eugene. Yep. Love it. There's monsters. Come save us, army men. So I, it, it doesn't steal even the agency away from the army men. The army men show up to, to help. I think that's great. You know, it's, it's really cute. Um, I, I, I've jumped all over the plot. There there's the plot is basically monsters show up, kids fight the monsters. They try to cast a spell to get the monsters out of there, out of Van Helsing spell book. They need a virgin to do it. Uh, the kids realize too late that uh, you can't trust a teenage girl to tell you if she actually is a virgin or not. Uh, if she says she is, she's a liar. Uh, if she <laughs> says she isn't, it's because she's she's done it a lot. Uh, she's just like, well, it's Steve, but Steve doesn't count. That was absolutely a brilliant moment. Uh, it, it's just, it's very well done and cute and doesn't overstay its welcome. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I can't even tell you how many times I've watched that movie. It's ridiculous. Actually, I... I know I'm going to get some shit for this, but I actually never saw the Goonies until about maybe like three years ago. I oh, did no, not... that's fine. Yeah, there, there are I a have... lot of movies that I haven't seen until doing this show. So it, it goes it goes all directions. Well, the only reason I watched it is because I, around like the Halloween-y time, and I was just like, to my husband, I was like, we have to watch Monster Squad. And he's like, what the fuck is Monster Squad? He's like, I've never heard of that. And we're watching it, and he, we get to the end of it. I'm like, so did you like it? He was like, so I just watch Goonies with monsters. I'm like, what the fuck is Goonies? Who cares about Goonies? This is way better. Because this is what I grew up watching. Like, this movie came out, like, four years before I was even born. But I was also the kid growing wait, up that, wait, like... Wait, 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 I forgot how young you are. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a child. Um, I was two, I, so it's not, like, you're not that far off. Yeah. I was 16. <laughs> and then there's Corey. Hi, Corey. Yep. Um, yeah, no, growing up, I wasn't the kid that, like, when I, my parents asked me what I wanted to be for Halloween, I was like, I want to be a princess. I always wanted to be Dracula, Frankenstein, the mummy. Okay. Um, you don't seem but, like a super girly girl. It wasn't like a, a shitty thing. I was just like, I'm not at all shocked. Well, I, was just, I was just prepared for it to be a shitty thing. Oh, no, not at all. I think we're over that for now. Also, there's really? nothing wrong with wanting no. to be a princess. No, there isn't. I just, yeah, I just didn't relate to them. I was like, I want to paint my face green. I want to go uh, and be Frankenstein, basically. Because that's what my dad showed me growing up. He showed me the black and white, you know, Universal Monsters. He showed me this movie probably when I was far too young to actually watch it. And I've watched it ever since around like the Halloween time. And it's just, I love it so much. Yeah, that's the thing is I saw Goonies when it came out because for me it was age appropriate. I'm, I'm, literally the same age as most of those kid actors were or are today. Like that we, we were all around. Like I, yeah. I named myself Corey after uh, Corey Hammond, Corey Feldman. So it, it I, I feel a connection to, to that movie, but for some reason, a couple years later, I was probably just old enough where my friends and I didn't feel like going to see a kid's movie in the theater. 
so it never came up to go see Monster Squad. Uh, Erica, but you, you know that Corey is not his real name, right? Are you shitting me? So, and I, no. I thought it was really funny because he just said I named myself after Corey Feldman and Corey Heyman, and my first thought was, "This motherfucker is so enlightened." Like he came out of the womb and was like, "My name is Corey." <laughs> yeah, no, that's not his real name. Wow, did but, not know that. I think we were doing the show for like a year when I finally found out, and then I was just like, "We had we were about to record a show," and I was like, "I don't even know you anymore." Whole friendship is a lie. Yeah. I- Corey was almost my real name. It just didn't quite work out that way. Uh, and and spelled differently. So again, I, I added the E because Corey Hammond, Corey Feldman. But anyway, I I completely get that because I've talked about this before too, is I didn't see uh, Labyrinth when I was a kid. And so I don't have the attachment to Labyrinth that a lot of my peers do who did see it as a kid. It, I was just like, oh well, it's it's great. It's Jim Henson, of course, it's fantastic, and and there there's certainly stuff to love with David Bowie and Jennifer Connelly. Dear God, Jennifer Connelly, <laughs> but but not Jennifer Connelly that age because eh, sick. But like <laughs> now, um, years later, by the time we got to say anything and and career opportunities, woof. Uh, but still, I, I just like I I understand that if you didn't see it as a kid, you're not going to love it in the same way. Uh, but I think I managed to catch Monster Squad young enough that I could still enjoy the the humor of it as as like when I was already an adult. And and I think that there's a lot of stuff to it that now you can just enjoy. It is silly. It is a silly '80s movie, and it has some things that maybe don't necessarily translate well to today's society. But there's still there's a lot more there than I think there is to what the attempts with the Universal Monsters are right now which is you've got to allow them to be over the top you've got to allow them to be a little bit silly and and scary at a level that makes sense as opposed to trying to make them terrifying to today's horror audience the today's horror audience isn't going to be scared by this yeah exactly uh we're we're a little too sophisticated i guess which is not to say that's better mm-hmm. it's just i wouldn't go as sophisticated but I was thinking like Different. there's like teen movies now don't have the same effect as this. So I have first saw this movie for the first time probably well, probably when I was Erica's age. So it was, I was quote unquote an adult. So I have no nostalgia to this movie. Uh and I still think it holds up better than say if I saw a teen movie of any sort of the same fashion now, I don't think it would be anywhere near as good as this movie is. Well, I'm going to say two examples are Stranger, Thi- Stranger Things and It. The This year's version of It was... Uh, I don't think that this year's version of It is steered towards teenagers. I think they're shooting I, I, for an adult I problem. think a lot of the complaints from adults were that it wasn't scary enough, but I think it's scary when it's put in the context of scaring the kids. It may not have been aimed at... at young kids although i think a lot of preteens and teenagers are going to be the ones who wind up watching it a lot when it hits cable and yeah. uh streaming services did you see they're it? going to be the ones who fall in love with it what was that did you see it i didn't see the new one yet oh. no I, I, mean, I know the story but the, uh, the, i think it's I think such a phenomenal good. movie yeah it comes out yeah, on I really want... dvd the beginning of january yeah i'll probably watch it around then yeah 
Yeah, it is easily my favorite movie of the year. And I, I feel a lot of people are, are connecting to Stranger Things. And, and Stranger Things, again, uh, there's there's story about the kids, there's story about the teenagers, and then there's story about the adults. Uh, mm -hmm. So it gives you something for everybody. But I, I feel like a lot of people connect to that stuff with the kids, um, not because it's not scary enough for adults, but just because the kids have a different perspective and they utilize them in a way that feels realistic to who they are and how they would act. Uh, and it's very enjoyable to watch. And I, I think that that's something that throws back to Goonies, to Monster Squad. Oh, absolutely. I always wish Monster Squad just got more popularity, like the like more recognition that it deserved. Like I don't know many people that have actually seen that movie. I always try to push people to watch it, but they don't really yeah, care. A big, a big difference is the fact that Goonies was done by Steven Spielberg. Mm -hmm. You know that that in and of itself is like you you put it next to his body of work, and and these things are pretty much they rise to the the top of, of everything that, that's in the film industry, not because all of his stuff is genius, but because his entire body of work is so good mm -hmm. collectively that any one of those things winds up getting on TV and gets displayed all the time. I, yeah, absolutely. I just checked the budget and box office, and I like the box office was a quarter of the budget. Like The yeah. budget was $12 million and the box office was just over three, which is insane. Like yeah. I, I thought it would have been a little more popular. Mm -mm. So... Did the Goonies come out in 87 also? They came out in 85. Oh, so right. they... It wasn't like there was anything... That killed, let's see. What movies? Let's see what else came out at the same time, if there was something that forced it into the background. It Maybe it could have just been like the fact that people had already seen the Goonies and they didn't really care to see basically the same thing with Universal Monsters. Well, it also came out in August, which seems like a weird time to be doing something that is, it should have been pitched as a Halloween movie. It, it, that seems a little early. So Masters, uh, Masters of the Universe came out in August of 87 also. Which a lot of people went to see, but was horrible. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was so bad. But I do remember seeing that at the drive-in with my friends. Uh, when we were all able to drive over there by ourselves and watch it, so there were no parents, we were like, oh yeah, we're going to go see Dolph Lundgren play He-Man uh, because we're grown-ups. <clears throat> uh, no. Dirty Dancing also came out. Oh, there it is. That, that had a modest following. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it came out a, a week after, but still. Can't Buy Me Love came out the same day. Um, Ooh, can't buy me love is and no way out, which I have never seen, but it made thirty-five never million dollars. And then Dirty Dancing, so yeah, unfortunately, it had to compete with those. Yeah, hard competition right there. Yeah, Fatal Attraction came out the next month. Harry, uh, Hell Hellraiser, Hairraiser, <laughs> the Bride Bugs Bunny remake of, of Hellraiser. <laughs> Yeah, well, I would just love to see Bugs Bunny walking up to Pinhead and asking him what's up, Doc, and Pinhead trying to shoot a chain at him and it blowing up in his face like Daffy. <laughs> <laughs> the imagery with that. Yeah, I don't uh -oh. dislike Corey's version of this movie. I know, I actually like it. I will give you $5 to make it, sir. That that it's probably more than the budget needs. Isn't this how you get funding for things? 
Uh, I don't know. Ask PJ. Or ask Anthony who's going to be on next week. Uh, yeah, it's it's unfortunate because it seems to have gotten lost in in the shuffle. Uh, and it, it certainly didn't have a big draw of names. There are people that we recognize from it certainly later on. Uh, was it Peter Noonan played Frankenstein? Tom Noonan. Yeah, Tom played, Noonan. Yeah, played uh, Frankenstein's monster. Tom Noonan is one of those guys that you see play the creepy the he scared the makeup shit guy. out of me when I was a kid. He gave me nightmares when he did that uh, that creepy guy in uh, Last Action Hero. Yes, that's exactly I what I was going to say. still get the creeps when I see that movie. That guy with that yellow coat in the rain with his like, what the fuck did he even have? He had something with a blade on it. Oh my God. Thinking, I just remembered that. Oh shit, now I'm afraid. <laughs> Good. Whatever. And Last Action Hero, another show. movie that royally bombed. Yeah, uh, I love that movie. Bomb. Yeah, I exactly. That movie I feel that way so too. Much. I appreciate that movie and how ridiculous it is. And oh, I love it. Now I want to go watch it. I, I kind of like that too. And Matt is not a fan because he really despises anything Arnold Schwarzenegger's in. Really? No. I I okay. I have um Running Man, Pumping Iron, uh Hercules in whatever that movie was. I can't think why I can't think of the name. And uh I think a Predator poster at my desk at work. And I also When go, you started that out, I thought you were doing the weirdest mad lib sentence about no. your sex. <laughs> I also drive to Ohio for the Arnold Schwarzenegger Sports Classic every every March. Are you sure? Yeah. No, not at all. It's like a big yeah. bodybuilding thing and he touched one of my friends. I was so fucking close. I, I could smell him. They smell good. It smells like a man. All right. So and you don't know what that smells like. Nope, 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 nope. I smell like lavender. He smells like shoe leather and meat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get wow. an appetizing roast. Yeah, I All right, well, good to know that you have such a deep love of Arnold Schwarzenegger. I do. Um, I actually, so before I did this podcast, I did the Sci-Fi Geeks Club, and I met a guy who owns, like, he runs, like, the Arnold Schwarzenegger news site, and I, I met up with him at uh, the Arnold one year. It was far more uncomfortable than I thought it was going to be. Oh my god, that's what you meant when you said the Arnold, like you. you yeah, go yeah. To the... Sorry. Yeah. I really I thought you went to the restaurant in Happy Days. Yeah. I had no idea. I just kind of nodded because I didn't really know what you were talking about. I'm like, oh, the Arnold, whatever. That's yeah. probably some like convention nope. or something I don't know about. Wow. Nope. The Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger Sports Classic, and he's there and he walks around and and it's. You stalk him. No. But I would. Sure? I would touch him if I could. So you I always, do. I appreciate. So you always Arnold's know he's here. coming, because like Secret okay, Service starts do. to walk through, and then all of a sudden all the security will like line up for a path. Yeah. So it's like very easy to tell when he's coming through. Um. So the one year that Jake like shook his hand, uh, mm-hmm. we just were there and we saw all these people line up and I'm like, dude, he's fucking coming, and then he like came down this escalator and uh, angels sang. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it was like Christmas music, but I didn't hate it. And there was harps, and then horses came through, and there was a man on fire and a guy at a trident. Awesome. Brick killed a guy. 
That escalated quickly. <laughs> I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Um, but yeah. So How it, is it in the line of posters that you have? That did, did you even say Terminator or True Lies in that? No, lineup? but those are. Don't get me wrong; those are also very good. Um, what happened was a guy that no that he doesn't work with us anymore, but he had like a pumping iron poster, and I went to the website, and True Lies and Terminator were not a choice. Gotcha. And I just haven't went back and bought more because I don't know. It's it's they, work. They're not filled with beer. <laughs> They're not filled with beer. Although I should bring yeah. them home and hang them up now that I have a rumpus room in the basement. What the hell is a rumpus room? It's just like we have a finished basement. So Flanders and the Simpsons calls his like basement rec room his rumpus room. So I oh. got like a, a rumpus room sign made for our basement. Horrible. Yeah. You got one made. Yeah, I got painted it off of Etsy. I love Etsy. Remember how we talked about how Matt's a loser and a liar? There we go. Do you want... I'll, I'll live stream you my fucking basement. He doesn't lie about being a loser. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm very, very comfortable with the fact that I'm uh, not a cool person. That's fine. But I have like four Neither friends, so... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, when I hit 30, it was like, do I really want friends? Or do I just want like a few really good friends? Like, I, don't I feel that friends. way now. And that's why I have like five good friends. Which is all you need. It really is. That's probably more than I need. Yeah. Yeah. You can just hurt their feelings like you hurt mine. I know. I'm nice to my friends. Fuck you. <laughs> you anyway, wanna... Monster Squad is awesome. Yeah. Do you want to rate it so I can go cry in my pillow? Who are you talking to? Crying himself. The, both of you. Huge pillow. We can rate this movie so we can end the show so I can go cry in my pillow. Was there anything that you want to address about the movie? Anything that that we haven't really gone over? It it's it's a very like plot. cut and dry face value movie. There's no like no deep hidden meaning, and it's just really fucking good. That's my opinion. Erica may feel otherwise. No, I mean I just love it for the nostalgic value that I have with it, and just for the sheer fact that it's awesome. Yeah, we had early on in this podcast we had a request to talk about movies horror movies and and other stuff that uh, can appeal to a, a kid audience mm-hmm. and uh, the language sets it a little bit outside of that depending on on parental choices yeah but th- i'm i i kick myself that we didn't bring this up at that point it it just didn't mm-hmm. stick out of my head it's it's not moment, as but it is a really good it's not a, like it's a good movie I don't want to offend anyone, but I don't, it's not as prominent in like my back his like my back story of horror and growing up for it to have been in the forefront of thought when we did that episode. But, but it is such a great example but it really, of yeah, it is. utilizing it is. these monsters. Oh yeah. And what's really cool is recently I found out that the guy who played Sean and the guy who plays Rudy actually have a podcast. What is really? That? Oh yeah, they're still really good friends. They go to conventions all the time. Um, on a sad note, the kid, the guy who played uh, the fat kid um, Horace, he passed away like shortly after the movie. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a sad note. Yeah. But everybody else is, I think, alive. But those two are really good friends. I forget the name is, of their show, unfortunately. What, what are their names? Is it popular because it's probably true crime? Oh, no, it's boy. not. <laughs> what were the two guys' uh, names? Their characters' names were Sean and Rudy. Sean and so it was the popular kid and the the yeah. ringleader of the whole Monster Squad. It's Andre Gower and Ryan Limbert. Yep, I forget. I listened to a few episodes and they talk about the fact that they were you know Squadcast. we're in a movie. What was it called? Squadcast. 
Squad kiss. There you go. Oh, yeah. A little on the nose, but I forget things. No, I part of me thought it was gonna be last podcast on the left because I know that's a big one with some comedians. Ugh. I really like that one guy because I really like to show your pretty face is going to hell. But then I listened to it and I'm like, this is not my thing. I think <laughs> the one like, guy from that show is now running for like mayor of Brooklyn. It's really random. Um. Ben Kissel. Ben Kissel. Yeah. K-I-S-S-E-L. Type faster. I have the loudest keyboard on the world, too. Yeah, he's running for Brooklyn Mayor. Yeah. Why? He's like seven feet tall, too. There's a lot of things I know. Are you a heightist? What's up? Are you a heightist? No, I just know he's super tall from pictures. Because he was at CrimeCon, and a bunch of my friends met him, and he was just huge. I love the name of their podcast. I'm not like a huge fan of their humor, but they do such great research. It's really hard to be on par with someone like Marcus who does the research on that show. Yeah, but it seems like they try everything has to be a joke. Like, yeah, I'm not a big just... fan of stuff like that. Yeah, and, and obviously I think that jokes and making fun of things, making light of certain situations at the proper time is good. Yeah. Like, obviously, we don't take everything seriously, but there's just something so exhausting about someone trying to make a joke nonstop. Yeah. And the, well, I think his name is it Hank or something. I don't know. I just know Marcus and Ben. That's the other one. What's his fucking name? Yeah, I'm <sighs> trying not to throw any stones because they all turn out to be boomerangs, and my house is made of really oh. brittle glass. <laughs> Henry Zabrowski. And. Um, I think I think he's funny. I really like the show that he's on, and I some of the things that they do I think are funny. But sometimes it feels like he's there just to do like funny voices and to be like yeah. the comic relief. And it's part of me is like I, I kind of want to like know what you're like as a human being. Yeah, exactly. And that's, but once again, they're doing like live shows and touring, so they're doing something right. Oh yeah, and they have an an outrageous Patreon support and yeah, what? yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Well, but hey, good for them. Good oh, for them. Yeah, that's I, exactly. I, I totally give kudos. They're doing that's something the, right. The differences between podcasts is it's what the variety is what makes it exciting. Is oh, that yeah, everybody absolutely. gets to do something the way that they want to and and find the people who appreciate that thing that the way that they do it. And if not, there's so many other choices they can go out there and find something that they do like. Right. Oh, 100%. Right. And 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 their style of comedy is is appeals to the masses. It just does not oh, yeah. appeal to us. That's all we're saying. Although in the search, I did find that Quentin Tarantino's movie on uh, Charlie Manson comes out on August 9th of 2019. Oh, I didn't even know he was doing a movie on him. Apparently. Well, now everything's going to be about him because he's dead. Every podcast episode. I think, no, they, they're doing a whole series. Kind of like uh, there's a show called Dirty John. Now they're doing uh, one called Young Charlie, where it's all about him as a young I read a book about him. I mean, Charles Manson had a fucked up life oh, yeah. growing up from day one. Yeah. And people like to label him as a serial killer, which really agitates me because he's not. But oh, he didn't kill anybody. Nope. He, he was at, no, he's at the fucking Boba leader. Fett of the fucking serial killer world. He didn't accomplish shit. <laughs> oh, my shit. God. That's amazing. <sighs> Boba Fett of the serial That's awesome. I can get behind Like, that. everybody gives him all this fucking credit. He didn't do anything. He went down like a little bitch. 
Oh, Corey's firing up again. That's right. I threw down at Manson. How brave of me. He's going to come haunt you. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's true. I know a lot of people are say he's just, like a serial killer and this and that, but at best he was a cult leader. Yep. No, no, that's exactly what he was. Yeah. Manson family. That's true. Very true. You're so smart. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Anything else on the movie or should we rate it? Yeah, we can rate it. Go ahead, Corey. No, you have to go first. You're the guest. I don't wait. I don't know. I don't want to go first. Fine, I don't Corey, like you have to go first because I don't want to deal with her whining. Wow. Uh, <laughs> coming at it from a place of I did not see this before Goonies, uh, so it it probably has some some bigger shoes to fill uh, in that regard. I I do enjoy this movie a lot. I think that there is a lot of fun here, but the characters aren't super deep. Uh, it's it's not like they were breaking a lot of new ground. It was just very cute and funny. I'm going to go ahead and give it a four. I like it. Now you have to go. Okay, fine. <laughs> well, naturally, I'm going to give it a five. Because not only do I love this movie deeply, I own memorabilia of it on my t-shirt. I even own a vinyl with songs on it. I love this movie. It's deep. Oh, yeah. Michael Cimbella did one of the songs in it, and I knew the lyrics as it came out. I'm like, God, I remember the song way too well. And I probably only ever heard it in the movie, but I could sing along with it. Yeah, I've never heard it anywhere else. What is that? Rock Until You Drop, I think? Yep. I love that goddamn song. The montage song. Yeah, it's literally a vinyl that has just one, that one song on it, but it has an awesome... I should have fucking brought it in this goddamn booth with me. but It doesn't have the Monster Squad song by Monster Squad? No, it doesn't have that. It literally just has the one song on it, I think. I have to double check now because I might be lying, but... I got it. I think it was on Mondo. They did like this really cool like shirt and then release of a vinyl with this awesome artwork. And I was like, bye bye, even though I probably shouldn't have, but I did. So five. I feel I kind of five. ripped off if I got a Michael Cimbello album and it didn't have that and Maniac on it. Yeah, I'm sure. <clears throat> Mondo does all like TV show and movie repressing of uh, soundtrack. I love it. They did. Um, my money. Um, Friday the th- I think it was Friday the Thirteenth Part One, maybe one or two. But it was there's blood in the middle, mm-hmm. and it, the thing fucking sells for like four hundred dollars now. Yeah, it's sounds ridiculous. like a Metallica album cover. That's got semen in it though. Semen and blood, right? Semen and cow blood. Mm. It's cow semen and blood. Cow semen. That's Anyways, a tasty treat. It's the it's load like cover. For ketchup anyone. and mayo. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad album. It's not a good Metallica album, but it's not a bad album. We'll yeah, that's the thing. Is that sometimes these bands. They've just they've been around for so long they have to do something different and so it's like well I can't judge it based off of the band that I I like and know but yep. is yep. it listenable? They're not sure. They're not going to write Master of Puppets two people as much as I want that in my life. They're not going to do it. <laughs> I know Erica's a big Metallica fan, so we don't want to. How do you know? I actually don't know. <laughs> I assumed that you were not really a fan of any music at all. No, I love music. What are you talking about? I'm fucking with you. Oh, God, I know I that much. Tell. I know that much that you like music. I just don't know what kind of music you like. I like everything. Uh, My father's a musician. I like everything. Look at that. What kind of music? You is your dad almost like? ran into her at that Juggalo concert. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't tell under my face paint. My braids. A lot of people I wasn't sure who they were. Um that she's drinking Mike's Heart Fago right now. It's it's Mike's Heart Fago. She just <laughs> mixes uh Rock and Rye and and her Mike's Heart Lemonade together. Oh, that would taste so bad. Oh, it really would. 
Although I see people drink Monster all the time, so I can't really expect oh. that taste really matters. Yeah, Monster is just—it's a corrosive liquid. Although I bet like Red Pop and Mike's Hard One be terrible. Well, they have those adult sodas now. They've got the Not Your Father's, not your father's Root Beer, Not Your Father's Mountain Dew. It seems you like know, a Not Your Father's there's Red Popper. Yeah, that that seems reasonable Mountain to think that that could happen. And cream soda, and there's just so many ways to get gut rot and drunk at the same time. Can we just take a moment and appreciate the fact that Matt was just like sitting <laughs> just, like a cherub? Yeah. <laughs> Taking for like a while, just listening to Corey talk. He looks like the 1984 album cover. Uh, <laughs> you're so cute. Uh, it, Matt, did you rate the film? No, of course not. Four and a half. It's a good fucking Fair. movie. That's, that is a really good movie. at that. We started talking about other things, like Metallica. I do love Metallica. Corey, do you want to read the outro? I'd ask Erica too, but she hates us and can't see it. <laughs> I think she's she's probably had her fill. Uh, you can contact us by leaving us a voicemail at 805-328-3966. You can email us at pot at gncast.com or uh, you can leave us a message on the gncast.com website. You can follow the show on Twitter, or Facebook, and Instagram. We're at Podcast of Terror in those particular places. And you can subscribe via iTunes, even though they're trying to fuck everybody right now with their uh-huh. stupid numbering shit. Uh, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, your favorite podcatcher, wherever you like, man. You know, it, the emails will actually go to us. It, it's not like some fucking crapshoot if we have to chase around, but you're worth chasing around. If you if you give us a rating somewhere, even if it's mean, we can handle it. We can take it. We just like to know. Someone someone tried. You, you gave it your best effort. We fucked it up. It's all right. We're not proud. I don't handle uh, criticism very well. Corey always has to talk me off the ledge. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a true story. It the actually whole is. fat hipster thing went down. Like I was, I wanted to hunt her down and start her. It's been three years, man. <laughs> We're yeah. still like, oh dear God, hurts go. inside. Uh, subscription options and links can be found at gncast.com slash subscribe. And you can join the networks page under Galactic Network on Facebook. As mentioned earlier, we have the Amazon affiliate link. Go to amazon.podcastahere.com. Shop as you normally would spend your money we get a cut costs you nothing more helps keep the show freer than free and i can pay off these the, the mixing board i have and then i'll it's start sending, be i'll start sending Corey singles in exchange for nude photos <sighs> we're gonna do no long distance that snail mail strippers <laughs> you know when we talk about the cost of doing the show the cost really now is uh matt keeps sending guests beer I buy my friends. And, I'm not above yeah. seeing that. And 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 honestly, we get some of the highest quality guests around. So but hey, that so itself have, should be worth it to to go to podcastofterror.amazon.com. Uh, we we also have some of the best listeners around. You're absolutely right. No, and that's true. And I this is sitting here because I opened a beer bottle. But uh, one of our our guests and I, I guess I can call him a friend, Mike uh, Nielsen, made me this. It's a I Jason guess, Mask you know. bottle opener. Not a guest, a fan. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's a fucking Jason Mass bottle opener. Oh yeah, I think you showed that the last episode I was on. It's awesome. I must have just gotten it. Yeah, it's so fucking cool. I use it a couple times a week when I <laughs> when I open beer bottles. No, you mean a couple times a day? I, you know, no, I I can say with certainty I do not drink every day. No, I'm proud of you. <laughs> Acceptance is the first step to a resolution. You know, mm-hmm. just because you black out doesn't mean that it starts a new day automatically. Now. I did time travel <laughs> on Black Friday. 
I do remember that story. The that next was, morning, Alyssa's yeah. like, "Hey, you just kept telling me that you saw two of me," and I'm like, "Don't remember any of this." Oh, Jesus Christ! Nothing like being rejected by both of them. <laughs> Erica, where can people find you and your show and your hurtful words? You can find me anywhere at Apex and Abyss, um, at Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and all your podcatchers. I'm on, you know, Apple iTunes, podcasts, whatever they're calling themselves these days, Stitcher, Acast. I'm all over. Just search Apex and Abyss and you'll find me. And like we said earlier, check out her Patreon. Yes. And oh, it looks you. like there may be something added, uh, some reworkings for rewards. And yes, yes. that's one where you might get to choose. If she takes my suggestion, that's completely up to you. But I'll you can you can suggestion. write her and say, hey, you should follow Corey's suggestion. <laughs> definitely. And also, you're right. Matt is a prick. <laughs> oh. Yeah, holy shit. Why did, yeah, you only have a one and a $2 option. You got to get on there. Yeah, because I, I know I'm not really good at the whole Patreon thing, but I do have, I have stickers, business cards, and uh, buttons that will be added to the tiers. Um, and Corey's wonderful suggestion. That's awesome. I will probably start doing a bigger merch raffle like once a month. I will give out like a t shirt or something. I don't That's even awesome. own a t shirt um, uh, for myself because I think it's kind of totally to wear like stuff that says the apex of this. I don't wear my own band t shirts, so I completely understand. I love your t-shirts though. I wear them whenever my wife doesn't steal them. I, I can... think, I think they're great shirts, but I just refuse to awesome wear it. Shirts. I will buy okay. any band's shirt that is printed on next level shirts. doesn't hurt that my wife did the artwork for one of them too. There's, but... there's that too. Oh really? Which one? The uh, most recent one, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I we haven't done anything since. Um, I don't know. There's a picture somewhere. I can send it to you. Um, oh. But yeah. Uh, Corey, where can people find you? Uh, right now, probably not find me anywhere. I'm just doing this shit. This is fun for me. Uh, but if you want to see some of my wife's artwork, you can go to store.arthag.com and uh, she's selling some prints and also doing commission work through that. Uh, it is not for the uh, the faint of heart. Hmm. It is, like Matt said, opens it up, weeping vagina. Good times. Good times. All over my house. My house is just covered in dicks and vaginas. No wonder you're so sexually frustrated. I'm frustrating. You are a walking erection, aren't you? Uh, if if it's walking itself to downward spiral. The Nine Inch Nails song? Yes, that's exactly right. Hmm. All my wood comes from Nine Inch Nails. Hmm. I want to fuck you like a rancid meat carcass. Oh, boy. I don't know why it's got to be rancid. Can't we just fuck a like meat to- carcass? No, it you, you gotta wait until it's hit good peak rancidness. This, is, this got weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Matt, where can people find you? Uh you can uh, you can find me. Uh Twitter, Instagram, and untapped at Matt the Lifeguard. That's probably gonna do it for this episode. Next week we have uh Anthony Rouse is coming back because he just couldn't stay away. We're gonna talk about the original nineteen seventy four Black Christmas. If you uh, are yes. OG as fuck Episode 17, we talked about the 2006 Black Christmas. I think we fucked up. We were going to do Black Christmas, and I think we automatically assumed it was that newer one, uh, which was not good. Corey, that is literally two years of beers ago. Right. I don't remember this. I don't remember this conversation. It it did not go over well. But you know what we watched the week after? No. Santa's sleigh. 
Oh, God damn it. It's a good movie. I should rewatch that. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you one bit. But, Erica, thanks again. Thank you guys so much for having me again. Uh, that's going to do it for another episode of the podcast here. We'll talk to you guys next week. Stay scary, everybody. Bye.